Good afternoon, good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty 360. I hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. Welcome back to another edition of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty Series. Uh, in this series, we speak with leading brands about what they are seeing and hearing on the front lines of customer channel and brand loyalty. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Diane Eichler. She's the Senior Vice President of Marketing at Campgrounds of America. How are you today, Diane? I am fantastic. It's a little cold up here in Montana today, but uh, we're getting through it. That's good. Nice little winter storm to keep everyone cozy. Yes. Um, well, again, thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. Uh, when we start these, we like to start them on a more personal level, get to know the person that we're speaking with, uh, you know, a little bit about their background, understand uh, what they're doing now, how they came into that role, and maybe a fun fact or a passion that they have. So, uh, you know, great to know a little bit more about you and what you do at Camp Ground America, Campgrounds of America, and, and maybe kind of, you know, what led you there. Sure. So I've been at Campgrounds of America now for almost uh, a year and a half. I am the Senior Vice President of Marketing, and under my purview are creative and national branding, uh, public relations, social media, partnerships, and of course, our KOA Rewards Program, which is our loyalty program. Uh, probably a fast fun fact about me, which is not a surprise, is that I have a passion for travel. I do quite a bit of travel in my uh, in my job, as you can probably imagine, visiting our campgrounds um, in North America. But uh, I always try to plan at least one personal big trip each year. Um, last year, I went to the Faroe Islands, which is kind of a a uh, far off destination islands off of the coast of Denmark. So um, I'm always planning my next travel adventure. So no, that's awesome. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, do you have uh, kids, by the way? No kids. Or, two dogs. That's good. That's good. You, uh, <laughs> the, it, I'm, I'm always envious of those who get to do all these wonderful uh, travel things. Uh, so my travel is to soccer tournaments, social meets, and that's really about it right now. But hopefully it'll get better. That's well, I was the youngest of five kids, so oh, wow. a lot, there was an awful lot of uh, travel to sports and soccer or games and things like that in my past. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, for those who may not be familiar uh, with Campgrounds of America, can you give us a little background on the organization, how it started, where it's located, how one comes to be involved with Campgrounds of America? Sure, absolutely. So we are very proud to celebrate our 60-year anniversary last year. We were founded in 1962 in Billings, Montana, by a gentleman named Dave Drum. And he owned some land on the Yellowstone River. And it was 1962, so there were a lot of travelers going from parts of the country uh, to the Seattle World's Fair. And they needed a place to stay as a stopover because they couldn't make it all in one day. So he had the land on the Yellowstone River and he opened it up and invited people to stay on his land. He charged a dollar seventy-five um, a night. And he it was such a success that he had this idea that, wow, I should open up some campgrounds. So later in that year, he uh, did a um, customer survey. So we have a really deep background in data and customer surveying, which came back as uh, have, being a great idea. So we moved forward with the company. In 1964, we opened our first franchise location in Cody, Wyoming, which is still open today, 60 years later. And over the last 60 years, we've grown to a system of over 500 campgrounds in the United States and in Canada. So okay. that's our that's our history. And uh, we are the largest independently 
uh, owned um, campground system in the world now today. Okay, excellent. Uh, how does one become a camper? It seems uh, camping is something that people are very passionate about. Uh, my wife and uh, girls aren't necessarily into it that much, uh, but it also seems to be passed down generation to generation. Is that, is that true with camping? It is. You know, we definitely have those campers who are very loyal, lifelong, lifetime campers who, you know, came to camping at a young age. Um, but we also have, especially since COVID, uh, we have we had many more campers coming into the camping lifestyle through COVID. And I think one of the things that's really special about Campgrounds of America is that you know, we give campers a lot of different entry points to camping. There is a perception out in the marketplace that camping only has to be something that is rustic camping, that you have to put your tent up and you have to, you know, figure out where your restroom is, or, you know, there might be animals or wildlife <laughs> that you have to deal with. But at Campgrounds of America, we define camping much more broadly. We've got RVers, we've got deluxe cabins with linens, we've got glamping, we've got tree houses, we've got unique accommodations. So anybody can be a camper as far as we are concerned, depending on what you're looking for. You know, I think that our deluxe cabins um, are fantastic. Many of them come with linens. They've got two separate bedrooms. So, and a, you know, you can have the parents in one side and kids on the other side and they come with a kitchen and a table and a fire ring outside. So um, we, we actually have a very broad definition of camping. Um, and That's what, awesome. What we, can, what we can offer to our camping community. Okay, great. I know uh, you have a, a loyalty program, the KOA Rewards Program. It would be great to know a little bit more about the program, how it came to be, how members engage with the program, maybe what are some of the benefits of the program? Yeah, absolutely. So interestingly enough, camping is a very different type of reservation. So we always go back to making a reservation in camping. And, you know, it's very difficult to make reservations or historically has been to make reservations in camping because of all the unique, unique needs of our campers and how how many product types we have, right? We've got different size RVs. We've got ones with slide outs. We have ones that tow cars. We've got people who want, you know, accommodations. And so when we started um, going online several years ago, we actually had to build our own reservation system because there wasn't one that we could use that was already being used in the industry. We couldn't just pick up a hospitality or a hotel reservation system. So we've invested a lot of um, time, effort in building our own reservation system, which propels KOA.com. And why that is important is because our reward software needed to be built from scratch. So we couldn't use somebody else's and plug it into our system. So we've had to build our reward software loyalty program um, from scratch. And we recently just launched a brand new initiative uh, this week, uh, which launched our new rewards program. So our campers can come into our rewards program in kind of two separate ways. They can either purchase it online, similar to many other programs, but it's also available to be purchased at the campground. Um, and there are different tiers, as you can imagine, like other loyalty programs have. We have a base tier of um, points earning and benefits that come with that, plus a VIP to, uh, 
tier for our more loyal or more active um, campers. So, and you know, interestingly in the camping industry, one of the main reasons that people use our loyalty program is for the 10% discount off of their camping nights. Um, they also get free camping nights during our annual KOA rewards weekend, which is in September. Um, of course, we have, like many others, exclusive offers and discounts from our partners, um, like Goodyear, RV Share, RV Loan, um, things like that. And then uh, we're very, very passionate about our community um, involvement. We have, for a very long time, supported a organization called Care Camps, whose mission is to bring pediatric oncology patients out to camps during the summer seasons. Um, as you can probably imagine, pediatric oncology uh, suffer, uh, um, you know, children um, really benefit from the mental health benefits of getting into the outdoors. And so KOA donates $1 uh, to care camps for every camper who joins KOA rewards as well. Corporate social responsibility is uh, very important. I would think in that group, I remember actually growing up in Denver, my, uh, my great aunt owned a a uh, cabin uh, and a general store, three cabins, general store, no electricity up on the South Platte River before it was all flooded um, for uh, water. Uh, but it was interesting. She had a number of different uh, entities like that where uh, veterans would come and they'd have pretty much take over the whole campground. I'd help out and just very uh, that giving back in uh, that community, the outdoors community seems to be very, very important. So it's it great to hear that you do that for sure. It is. So you talked a little bit about uh, customers changing, mm -hmm. uh, new customers, right? You have glamping, you have uh, deluxe cabins. Uh, you know, how do your customers or how did your customers change going through COVID? And maybe how are they changing coming out? Because it sounds like you have kind of a new group of campers that may not have been as actively involved pre-COVID. You know, how do you see your customers changing with your brand and maybe holistically within the industry? Yeah, it's a really it's a it's an interesting topic and one we definitely discuss discuss almost on a daily basis with the marketing team and the executive teams here um, in Billings. And interestingly enough, uh, we've we track our consumer demographic and have for quite a long time, all the way back to the 1960s. Um, and in 2008, 76 percent of our campers were 45 years of age and older. This year, 73% of our campers are 45 years and younger. And that shift has primarily happened over the last five years and COVID was a catalyst for that. So really what we're seeing is our camping demographic has in what I would consider, and I think many in the marketing world would as well, uh, has shifted in a very short uh, period of time. And COVID was definitely the catalyst for that. Um, and we're also seeing a much more diverse audience coming out to camping. Uh, you know, camping has historically not been as readily available to other communities, Black, um, LBGTQ+. Um, we're also seeing some uh, generational splits with 25% of all of our campers right now are Gen Z and 46% um, identify as millennials. So um, it's a it's a very exciting time at KOA because our marketing and all of our programs now need to shift in order to provide the services and the product that our changing demographic uh, wants and and we want to provide for them. 
Okay, excellent. You, you talked a little bit about the diversification of the audience, the fact that you've done surveys for a long time uh, since the genesis of the company, which is very important. Uh, you know, these different groups uh, you touched on had different experiences, different expectations. How uh, and you did you get feedback from the guests, the things they like, they don't like, uh, and and these different uh, you know segments? Uh, do they they tell you different things, uh, what they would like to have, and uh, potentially interests they have? Absolutely. So we we do that through a various uh, various um, types of initiatives. So every year we publish the what is called the North American Camping Report. We've been doing that for several years. It is an industry-wide third-party research report that gets distributed in spring every year. It has become the industry leader for industry in the camp in the camping industry. So um, we definitely are always at least annually doing third party, um, a, a larger third party study to get into our camping audience. Um, we also do a monthly research study called our monthly omnibus, which is really about getting the pulse of what is happening with our campers um, in, in more of a real-time basis. If we see um, a trend that we wanna go into, we look at camping incidences. Um, there's a variety of things that we look at every, look at every month and we publish a monthly research report about what we're seeing um, on the consumer and on the industry side. And then um, one of the areas that I oversee also is the uh, camper experience team, which is our customer service team. And we have a robust uh, team that is constantly fielding calls from both our campgrounds and our franchisees um, on all sorts of feedback and issues, and uh, so we're we're getting we're getting a lot of different inputs at different times throughout the year and throughout the month, and almost daily from our customers. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, emotional loyalty. <laughs> uh, and we talked on that a little before. Uh, I think it would be very important uh, within your uh, vertical. Uh, some yeah. brands have kind of varying degrees of emotional loyalty. You know, how important is emotional loyalty to campgrounds in America? And, you know, how do you engender emotional loyalty or some, is some of it innate? Yes, yes. So, you know, our mission of connecting people to the outdoors and each other starts with emotional loyalty, right? It is an emotional uh, it's, it, it is, uh, it's very emotional, just very much our mission. Um, I will say that I think that camping in and of itself, we are very lucky that our product, um, is innate to emotional loyalty. We are putting, uh, families together. We are making memories over campfires. Everything that we do on our campground is about building those community uh, ties and emotions to other people. So I do feel that we've been very lucky, um, both with our mission and with our product to be able to generate that emotional, um, you know, loyalty, not just in our product, but also just in our company in general. Okay, excellent. When you look at, uh, are, there, are there challenges that uh, you face with creating uh, emotional loyalty? Uh, if some people have feedback that they had a less than positive experience, does that impact them more than others? Or do you have a little bit more forgiveness uh, from your customers potentially? You, you know, I think it's a, it's a really great question. And obviously, um, you can always, uh, you know, we, we do serve millions of campers every single year. So is every single interaction um, a positive one? Probably not. But our our statistics show um, that we're we're doing it very, very well. 
um, up in, uh, you know, the feedback that we get. I think that um, the challenges are con uh, consistency. We have 500 plus locations and we want to make sure that each one of our guests have a good emotional um, experience at the campgrounds, but each one of our campgrounds is very different. So it's not, our campgrounds are are all very different. So it's not like you're going to a Marriott and you know exactly that you're going to get a king bed, a queen bed, two twin beds. And um, their model is based on consistency. Our model is based on every every campground is very different. What you get in Myrtle Beach or in Key West might be very different than what you get at our Yellowstone or, um, you know, uh, California Park. So where we really try to make our consistency shine is with our yellow shirt outdoor hospitality, yellow pride. You know, when you see a yellow shirt that you're going to get our brand of outdoor hospitality, and that is going to be consistent wherever you go. Okay. That's great. Um, when you look at uh, personalization. You've talked mm -hmm. about the you know disparate groups you have. You have a lot of data points on them. Uh, you understand their interests, and you, you obviously uh, want to drive their emotional loyalty, which you do an amazing job with. You know, it, brands are focused on creating more personalized experiences, communication, content. How, how do you, as a brand and as a kind of a leader, you know, look at personalization for your brand? Yeah, and I I would you know, not everything is perfect, right? So you're always working towards making um, the next iteration of your rewards program or your loyalty program better. And I think that this is the one area that we really want to work on this year is uh, further and better personalization. Um, as, as I said at the beginning of our session, because we build our own software, uh, you know, we, we're in software development time and we have just um, released a brand new platform for our KOA rewards, which is going to offer that ability to further customize and personalize our program for our campgrounds. So it's definitely an area that I think that we have some opportunities to do, um, but we have a lot of opportunity for it because we have so much information in our guest database over the 60 years that we've been in camping in order to use uh, more personalization moving forward in our rewards program. Okay. That's awesome. When when you look at uh, kind of the, the economy right now, uh, some brands are challenged, some are doing very well. Uh, but, you know, there's also a belief that uh, even in times of uncertainty, having loyal customers have a loyalty program, but more so a customer loyalty focus can yeah. be a hedge, right, against some economic uncertainty. Do you, sure. do you think your loyalty program, kind of your customer loyalty efforts can help in that manner? Yeah, ab absolutely. We know that our like everybody else, that our most loyal uh, customers are our most loyal camp campers. They're the ones who are going to get out no matter what the economy um, looks like. You know, last year we had, like everybody else, we had some issues with gas prices, right? Gas prices are escalating. That means that people are going to be camping closer to home. What we saw is that, that they still got out to camp. They just might not have gone on those epic road trips. They might've said, hey, I'm just gonna go for some smaller, shorter camping trips in my local area within 100, 150 miles. Since we've been in business for over 60 years, we know uh, that we are a very resilient brand during economic times. We tend to be um, perceived as a lower cost, lower effort um, travel alternative to others. You know, yep. 
There doesn't, the, you know, you don't have to have the large hotel bills, the large plane bills, the car rentals. It's something that you can do um, with your family and make those memories on the weekend. We were recently, uh, we're pretty proud of this, but we were recently recognized um, as a re recession proof uh, franchise in the Franchise Business Review recently. And we're really proud of that because um, we have the history to support that we're, we'll be pretty resilient during economic times. That's awesome. Uh, last couple questions. You know, in your role, there can be a number of challenges uh, from, you talked about uh, some of the, the customer experience efforts, running customer loyalty program, running general marketing, branding. You know, what's the biggest challenge you face in your role? Maybe the biggest opportunity you face yeah. in your role? Yeah. So um, I think right now hiring is, is definitely a challenge. Uh, and I think it will always be, we, we want to make sure that we are attracting, um, you know, top, top candidates to our company. So that is always an initiative for us and a challenge. Interestingly enough, um, camping since COVID has become a very hot industry. So we're seeing a lot more competition coming into the camping industry. Everything from people who are coming in with, you know, private equity money to uh, people who are buying individual campgrounds, um, glamping. We're seeing a lot of online competition with the dirt, outdoorsy, harvest host, camp spot. So there's a lot of competition now. And so that is both a challenge and an opportunity um, for all of us to, to satisfy, you know, the, the need for camping. We've got a huge unmet need of campers in the camping industry. Across the country, we don't have enough sites right now for those um, who want to get out and enjoy the great outdoors. So it's an opportunity and a challenge all at the same time. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, it's uh, getting the right people and then uh, staying ahead of the competition. Whatever's hot, uh, you're going to uh, attract a number of uh, attributes and followers for sure. So it sounds like you're doing a great job as always. Yeah. And you know, it's you it's, sorry, it's just also very interesting that our competition, like others, it's you know, we have competition on the campground side, but we also have competition online with booking reservations. So we're fighting that battle at, on on both sides. <laughs> okay, excellent. When you look at um, uh, programs that you admire from a customer loyalty perspective, are there some programs out there that, that you respect, that you think that you're exceptionally loyal to? You know, I would say, and this is not, I probably am not the first person to say this, but uh, I'm a big fan of Sephora. I love what they do, their Beauty Insider program. I think they do a great job with that. They know who their demographic is. They know who their target audience is. Everything from samples um, with purchase to, um, you know, using points for in in-store activations. Um, I think they've done a phenomenal job. And I would look at our KOA program to see how we could model um, some enhancements moving forward uh, based on Sephora. I think they just do a, they're, they're rock stars and what they do from their rewards program. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, last question I have. Well, you know, what can Loyalty 360 do to help you and your customer loyalty efforts, customer experience efforts? Uh, is there something you do, a question you may have for us? You know, it's, it's interesting because, uh, I think that there's a lot of things that you guys are already doing and I'm so thankful for uh, your education, your newsletters, um, deep dives into best practices. I think for me, uh, where I where um, 
I need to take our loyalty program is we're a franchise system, right? And so we work with a lot of companies. There are a lot of campground owners who are independently operated and part of our franchise system. And so sometimes we have some requirements that maybe a corporate owned company does not. And so I'm always looking for um, loyalty programs that are specific to franchising and how they are doing it and things that we can learn from from them that would be really valuable for uh, Campgrounds of America and our program because we have certain restrictions that maybe other royalty programs don't. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, we have a number of uh, brands that are members of Loyalty 360 uh, who are franchise systems, even kind of unique franchise systems. Uh, Best Western, they're not a traditional franchise. Uh, they have a unique corporate structure, so uh, they do some unique things in that regard. But yeah, definitely uh, it is an area of interest. How do you get the buy-in, right? Uh, if you're going to change the the T's and C's of the program, if you're going to change the marketing spend rate, how do you get that buy-in and how do you make sure the program is easy to operate for those franchisees as well? And I have to be very cognizant about running national promotions, you know, that I can't give away uh, my campground owners. You know, I can't discount things and and you know, across my system because I would be impacting my campground owners, um, you know, revenue streams. So how can I be very creative with our rewards program and other ways to attract um, more loyal campers to Campgrounds of America? Excellent. Well, Diane, thank you very much for taking the time to talk with us today. It was great to hearing about your program and I look forward to hearing more about your program coming forward. Thank you. And thank you for having us. Absolutely. Thank you everyone else for listening today. Make sure you join us back soon for another edition of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty Series. Have a wonderful day.